Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome. It's football two plus three and we're speaking about the best league in the world. Yes, it's the Premier League. And I think it's only fitting that we start today's podcast with the Newcastle United anthem for the season. And uh, it is tribute to Newcastle United after what was a stellar performance at St. James's Park this weekend. Rafa's brought in Rondon, don't a deal with West Brom, get yourself... What? Enough already. Enough. I mean... We get it, we get it. You guys won your first game of the league season. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad that you at least respect the fact that when there's a Premier League struggler like my club is, that when we get over the line finally, that there's a little bit of respect. And we should have beaten you guys, bloody hell. The other day, but anyway, let's not get into a it. Lot, a lot of teams <laughs> should have beaten Man United, but unfortunately, I'm thinking I'm going to rename them to second half United because they just don't turn up in the first half and all of a sudden beat you in the second half. It's incredible, it's absolutely incredible. There's something that happens at half time. Is it a Mourinho pep talk, or the, or the players decided, well, we better start playing football? Well, I think I've narrowed it down to maybe Mourinho summoning the, the spirit of 1999. You know, where at the death, the United would just beat everybody and the year they want to travel. I think that's that's the main way he's found his, his, his powers from. You think he's, cha- he's, he's channeling Fergie's uh, 99 spirit, you know what I mean? You know, it's funny. Maybe it could be it's his new tactic. Like, okay, guys... Go play the first half, do whatever you want, be rubbish, let the opposition think they've got this, and then we take it in the second half. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could well be that, actually. <laughs> it could well be that. But let's um, let's talk about this weekend, because, I mean, 6.30, right? On Sunday, 11 November, Armistice Day in the UK. It's only fitting. You've got Manchester City against Manchester United in one of the most anticipated derbies in a very long time, it must be said. It is. I don't think, and I think for the first time in many years, United are the underdogs in this game. And um, I'm, I'm afraid. Eh? I'm really worried. I think you should be. Season. If you guys don't turn up in the first half at the Etihad, City could put five past you and then you're playing serious catch-up in the second. No, definitely. If, if, if we're down by five at half-time, they might as well not even turn up in the second half. But, but Mourinho's going to park the bus, mark out some of the players, you know, do his usual defensive tactics. I think that's what so, everyone's expecting him. So much, so much quality in that city side that you, know, you can't just, you, you'd have to man mark everybody. Yeah, you almost need 22 players on your team just to mark everyone. Exactly. That's how good they are. And, 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 and United's defense is shockingly bad at times. Look, I have been impressed by Lindelof. He's, he's upped his game a bit. He's improved. He really has. He really has improved and he's sort of forming a bit of a partnership uh, with Smalling. I'm happy that Mourinho's taken steps to you know, drop Lukaku, guys who are not sort of performing. I hope he doesn't bring him back. I hope he keeps this team that he's got going right now. You know, Sanchez is doing a bit better. Martial's on fire. Um, and, and Matt has been scoring some decent goals as well. Your, your performance against Juventus, I'm sure you'll be happy with that. 
I'm happy with the result. Apparently, the performance was, uh, you know, Juventus were wasteful, and that's the reason they lost. Hey, when you beat the Italian champions in Turin, I'll take that any day. Any day. Any day. And look, let's, let, if we delve into some of the stats, you know, the last time City beat United at home in the league was 2014. You know, so United have had uh, sort of a run against them. So you never know. Eh? Maybe they can uh, pull off another victory. Yeah, who knows? It will be very interesting. I just, whenever I think of the derby, I think of Wayne Rooney's overhead kick. You know what I mean? That like incredible goal. I just, I just remember that each yeah, time. There have been some epic battles between the two and some great goals. Uh, and I'm really sure Jose Mourinho has been sitting with football manager 2019 for the last week or two. <laughs> I need to and get that, by the way. <laughs> and pick out weaknesses in Man City's team just by doing that. <laughs> Can you imagine Jose Mourinho playing champ manager? It would be brilliant. I would love to see how he goes. I'm sure these managers, these days they must be doing. They must be. The game is so in-depth and gives you so much information. How else are you going to keep an eye on all the players in the world? All right. Prediction. Go on. It's at the Etihad. Kickoff is late on Sunday. It's one everyone's looking forward to. Let's have a prediction. I'm saying it's going to be a, a score draw. Okay. All right. Score draw. I think that could be interesting. Uh, I just uh, hope we see lots and lots of goals. I really do, as a neutral. Let's turn our attention. Of course, City are our top of the table. Two clear of Chelsea and Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool had, had a wobble. But they go up against a team who I predict could be the first casualty of the Premier League season in terms of managers. And that's um, Jokanovic, the Fulham boss. He's under massive pressure at the moment. His team have just slid all the way down to the bottom of the table and they don't look like they can win a game. Yeah, he's under a lot of pressure and the thing is, you know, they've spent a lot of money uh, after they got promoted and it doesn't look like they bought quality. I, I honestly believe that if he doesn't get something out of that game and it's going to be tough, he's, he's facing the sack, definitely. Well, good luck at Anfield against the Liverpool team that are licking their wounds after being beaten midweek. Yeah, look, they, they're probably going to turn up, but, you know, when you play midweek and you've had to travel, I mean, where did they go play in... Just some red, red Star, Red Star. Yeah, so it's a lot of travelling and they tired. You know, Fulham, could, this could just be their chance to pick up something, you know. Not a chance. Not at Anfield, sorry. Not, mate, not going to happen. Liverpool are just on another planet at the moment. They really are. Demon City. Look, I mean... They got, they got beaten by a bunch of, you know, semi-professional. I mean, the guy who scored two goals for Red Star was, is an electrician. <laughs> I love it. So, I, I love it. Fulham lost, and I mean, you know, Fulham got Mitrovic, although he's been the most transferred out player this uh, game week. Yes, he has. But, I mean, he's big. He's big and, he, you know, he, he can cause him some problems. I mean, Schürrle, Andre Schürrle, former Chelsea player, very decent, but Fulham's problems aren't necessarily just going forward it's at the back where there are shambles yeah once you, i hope they can get that sorted out and and get something out of the game yeah we don't want fulham to, to go keep, down we don't we don't want the likes of liverpool chelsea and city running away with it yeah well speaking of chelsea uh, alvaro morata is starting to score goals like for, like it's for fun so it's good to see that he's getting goals, that they're coming right, and that they're not relying just on Eden Hazard. I mean, under Surrey, Chelsea have been fantastic to watch. 
Yeah, the great unit in the Surrey ball that everyone is talking about it, it, uh, from from you know the disaster of last season with Antonio Conte, it, it's lifted up the place, and it's good to see them you know pushing. But they also playing in the Europa League in on tonight, I think. That's tonight, yeah. And, uh, it could impact on them when they face uh, Everton on Sunday. Yeah, I think that's going to be quite uh, a stern test for, for Chelsea. I think Everton are a team that are starting to now buy into the Marco Silva game plan. You know, we're seeing players like Sigurdsson come to the party. You know, that uh, St. Tossin, who's also uh, really uh, tidy up front. I, th- I think Everton are starting to just get into a bit of a rhythm, you know, at the right time. Although I say that it happens just before the international break. So it's like a double-edged sword. Hey, it almost breaks that momentum for most teams. Definitely it does. And that, that's one of the reasons we hate the international break. Yeah, unfortunately, we have got an international window that kind of buggers up things a little bit because really been getting into a good routine but looking at some of the other matches i mean we've got to talk about arsenal they've been awesome to watch um they really have been um it's just interesting to see how a guy like aaron ramsey whose contract is up at the end of the season has basically been told by arsenal you don't sign a new deal well there's the door and and we've seen it a lot at arsenal where players have got to the final year of their contract not signed and moved on yeah, it's happened too many times to Arsenal. I mean, you think that they don't that they'd learn from this, and Aaron Ramsey is a decent footballer. Yeah, he's twenty-seven. He's a Welsh international, uh, a really solid midfielder. He has been uh, plagued with injuries a little bit, but at the same time, uh, if I was a, a a team like West Ham or you know another London club, I'd be even a Manchester United. I'd be throwing my name into the hat for Ramsey. Yeah, it, it, I'm surprised that not many have, have come out and said they're interested. But I, I think he wants to maybe move somewhere else to Germany or somewhere to really test himself. And, um, you know, the thing is that Arsenal is first and foremost a business. Yeah. So they'll always say, look, we, we're not going to bend to your demands because if they do it today, then tomorrow the next guy is going to come in and then it you know, spirals out of control. I did read, though, that Arsenal now, they've... they've got a new policy that no player will ever go I mean Ramsey will probably be the last but no player in future will ever go into the final year of his contract without a clear um, decision on his future so you know they'll they'll always be offering either a contract making them sign or moving them on so it will be interesting to see how the new Arsenal I suppose it's fair to say the new Arsenal progress from here because um, this weekend they've got Wolves um, at the Emirates so it should be three points for them and the Lacazette Aubameyang that combination's been awesome to watch even against Liverpool I mean Lacazette popped up and uh, netted just when the Gunners needed him yeah I mean they picked up a a, a decent point a lot of people thought that Liverpool would beat uh, Arsenal uh, because I mean in the early part of the season Arsenal were beaten by Chelsea and Man City and then they sort of played weaker teams and then went on a run and at least now you know they know that they can match themselves with with the traditional top six or top four teams yeah i mean unbeaten in five in the premier league so far i mean i think it's even more than that but you know it's um it's such a solid base for arsenal sitting in fifth at the moment they're playing wolves so you know wolves started off well and they've sort of tapered off a bit you know i mean portugal b it just seems like they, they can't Oh yes, the Portugal B team. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, their last 
three games they've lost. So, you know, it's disappointing. You know, they started off so well and and they're not really doing that uh, any, anybody favors right now by losing so many. When you start that slide down, it's, if you don't stop it quick, you know, you could end up where your team is, just above the relegation zone. Well, at least they're not in the relegation zone for now. You know, and they've got Bournemouth at St. James's Park, which will be very interesting. Bournemouth boys are on fire, eh? But not away from home. At uh, the Vitality, they're a different beast. On the road, not so much. Yeah, which is interesting. But still, you know, your, your, your boys are a bit soft at the back. They are, they are, and we've got injury problems. But please don't take away the shine from our first win. Please, just let me revel a little bit in this, uh, in this joy. And you waited a third of the season before you could uh, get a win, so you deserve that. Thank you. Thank you. Do you go with Lacazette this weekend in your team, your fantasy team? Let me ask you that. I'd go with Aubameyang. I also think so. I think Aubameyang creates just, more. You know, Lacazette is good. He's been getting points, but I think Aubameyang gets goals. I agree with you. I mean, Liverpool-Fulham at, at Anfield, you go with the usual suspects there. Is Morata a guy you start considering? Not Maybe not against Everton in that, that game. It's a tricky one. If you sort of want someone that's not as, I don't think he's as expensive as your Agueros or your Harry Kane's, you know, I would I would consider him. Yeah. You need sort of a budget type of a striker. I don't know his exact value, um, but I mean, it might be an option. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, uh, Mo Salad. I mean, after his statue, his dodgy statue was erected. <laughs> you you got to stick with the trident of Mo Salah. I mean. He should beg some decent points. And if you want to really, I, I triple captain him for, for against Fulham. Ooh, bold move. Because obviously you're not going to back any one of your Man City or Manchester United players in the derby. It's just too risky. Um, I think Arsenal, you can take a gamble on Aubameyang. Someone that's, that's been doing well recently seems to be Ross Barkley. I wonder if he'll start, you know, now that Eden Hazard is back. He might be an interesting option. Against his former club. There you go. Yeah. You might just be, you know, want to take out some revenge on them. Okay, so so in a nutshell, as we wrap up this week's episode, we're going to stick with the usual suspects. We're not going to make drastic changes. Mitrovic has to go because they're up against Liverpool. Um, but it's worth having a look at Aubameyang instead of Lacazette. Uh, as long as you don't captain Aguero, but you keep him in the side, that might be the way to go this week. Mm-hmm, definitely and maybe consider Anthony Martial if you really want to but I don't think he, he'll have a big impact in this game yeah we'll see he's been on red hot form scoring goals so anyway and we we got to we got to end off with um you know touching on something we haven't touched on and it's been incredible to see the tributes that have poured in for the Leicester City owner the former owner Vichai um Shri Vadhana Prabha. I was telling you not to maybe say his surname. Okay, well, let's go with Vichai, but um, may he rest in peace. Um, and it's uh, just really good to see the football world has got behind Leicester City in, in this um, tragedy. And, you know, um, it's really sad to see someone who puts so much money not only into the football club, but also into the community that's gone too soon. So, um, yeah, very sad yeah. indeed. Yeah, definitely sad news. I mean, reading some of the tributes and the articles written about him, he seemed like a genuine good guy who, who cared for the club and the city of Leicester. And I mean, let's not forget he delivered 
with his investment, the Premier League to a small team. That he did. You know, a lot of clubs can <laughs> believe and dream about that. 100%. 100%. So, uh, yeah, um, it's uh, really special to see the, the football world getting behind Leicester City. And they're up against a struggling Burnley. So you'd think Leicester would get all three points on Saturday. Because they'll be G'd up for this one. They really will be G'd up for this game. All right, Mo, uh, let's leave it there. Uh, that's been Football 2 Plus 3. Remember, you can catch us on iTunes under the Ginger's Perspective, cs2plusc.co.za, as well as on SoundCloud. Your parting words, Mo? There's always be champions. Well, there you have it. Another weekend of Premier League football lies ahead. And I can't wait to see the massive game that is this weekend at St. James's Park. It's Newcastle against Bournemouth. That's the one you really need to watch. And then Sunday, there's a small matter of the Manchester Derby. Not the first time that Mike Ashley's live. So he searched and he searched for a deal that would work and improve our Newcastle side. So Rafa brought in Rondon, did a deal with West Brom, get yourself a goal, son. Rafa's brought in Rondon, done a deal with West Brom, get yourself a goal, son.